0: The spread between Auburn and LSU on Saturday, it's way too big.
1: Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Yes, welcome on in to Locked on Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, thank you so much. It's making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Today's show brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code College for $20 off your first purchase. Happy Charlie Tuesday to all who celebrate. And look, the line came out. Auburn is a double-digit dog going on the road to Baton Rouge to take on LSU. We'll talk about the momentum and what where it went. Over the course of the bye week, we'll also talk a little quarterback situation because the controversy seems to just never go away on the planes. But first things first, Charlie, five, 11 and a half points courtesy of our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Auburn is uh, projected to lose in Vegas by 11 and a half. And I just think that number is too big of a number right now.
1: No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, You know, LSU has shown little to absolutely no effort whatsoever at keeping other teams from scoring touchdowns. So, and, and we can, if we can muddy, I feel like we're going to muddy the game up and, and, and shorten it and hold on to the ball. And, uh, it's just, I, I, two, two scores. I mean, maybe like I will say this, I'll say this. I feel like, it, there's a there's a scenario that plays out where LSU could beat Auburn worse than any team they play this year. And mm-hmm. that's based off the fact that if 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 you try to shorten the game and you can't still can't score points, LSU will score points. So uh it could be you go it could be 17 to seven at, at halftime and turn around and be, you know, 35 to 10 before you can, you know, before you can really blink. So um, but I just don't know that I see the game playing that playing out that way. I think you got something to kind of build off of. Hugh said in the press conference today there were tons of tons of things that they felt like the coaches let let us down, the coaching let us down that they can correct. In other words, it, it, it met, there was some execution stuff, but he feels like he he could pinpoint some areas that the coaches can help put people put players in better situations. So you got two ga- two. Uh, you know, two weeks to come up with, um, you know, a plan for, for this, I, I, that 11 and a half coming off a of bye week seems like a lot of points.
0: I'm with you. And this is an LSU team that's been tested on the road for the last two weeks. That's tough to do in this conference, it, it, especially when Missouri put up more of a fight than I think a lot of people expected them to. And then obviously I'm sure that game that they ended up losing in Oxford against Ole Miss, I'm sure that was an emotional roller coaster too. So have they ever, have they been able to really set their feet and recover from that? I don't know. And and the answer to that could be yes, right? The answer to that could totally be yes. But I'm just not quite ready to sell myself on that so far. But just looking at this LSU team, I've watched every game that LSU's played so far this year. And nobody other than FSU, and we all know how that FSU game went, it was a season opener, so you always kind of want to take the season openers with a grain of salt. But nobody else has been able to, and I'm going to use a term you just said because I liked it, muddied the waters against LSU on both sides of the ball, right? I I think both sides, when you look at Ole Miss, sure, they can run the ball and and all that, but it's more of a finesse. I don't think it's necessarily like a power-type running scheme. And then Missouri, they're, they're kind of riding the, the, their quarterback right now, which he, I think he's overachieved based on everybody's, what everybody expected of him so far and props to Missouri. I still think they're a good football team, despite how that second half went against LSU. But I just think Auburn is more physical than any team they've played, with the exception of Florida State so far. Sure. And once again, we saw how that went. I think this LSU team's a lot better than that week one lost against FSU. So I'm not going to hold that over their heads throughout this week. But I do think it's a good reference point, right? Because during this bye week, you know they looked at that. You know they also looked at the the polar opposite style of what Ole Miss does in just finding space and getting it to the open guy. I don't feel as confident Albert's ability to do that, to, to find the open space and get it to the guy. But I do feel comfortable about their ability to consistently run the ball on LSU. And then on the same on the other side. They haven't really faced a team that's physical enough on defense. And I think if Auburn's defense could be physical against Georgia, they could be physical against
1: anybody. Absolutely. And, and what you the last thing you just said, I'll flip back to offense. If you can run the ball on Georgia, you sure as heck can run it on LSU. Like how hard – think about this. Like how hard is it to get up after three games in a row, 34-31, 55-49 – 4939 like the emotional wow. like stress that that has to put on you uh like like at some point in time you kind of feel like you have to like something has to give uh just and you have to continue to you have to continue to outscore the other team like I, that would be I mean it would be fun to watch because you're 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 just making it rain and you're making stuff happen but at the same time man the stress. And like the margin for error is just none. And I think if Auburn can, like we said, control the ball a little bit in short game, it's going to make them have to press a little bit. And that's where Jaden Daniels could throw us one, or you know, you come up with a big play, uh, you know, a big a big interception, or a, you know, a sack or something like that. And then you get the ball and you grind the clock out some more. Like I, you know. I, I I don't know. I feel really good. I I feel really good about Auburn's chances, uh, more so ever uh, going to Baton Rouge uh, than right now. I I really like. I really like where we're at at this point in time.
0: Yeah, this LSU team reminds me kind of. And this didn't really hit me until you were kind of describing all of those up and down games. But 2014 Auburn, right? Yeah. And so much talent. A lot of stuff was coming back after you know winning. And all of a sudden, it's like, why didn't this team put it together as quickly as we thought that they would and be able to repeat the things that they did the previous year despite appearing better on paper? And it's like the offense was there, but the defense wasn't. And it's like, yes. you you think back you know, to that 2014 Auburn team, like Auburn fans, like that wasn't a fun season. That season was exhausting. And it ended with a lot of disappointment because this team was so much better than than uh than what the end like what what the record ended up being. And yes. I could see that being this LSU team.
1: I'm right there with you. That's a very that's a very, very good, uh a very good comparison. Like, I mean, but the thing is, like another thing that you're not think we're not thinking about is LSU, like they've lost two games and they're ready to fire Brian Kelly. Like they're there's they're already seeming like yeah. they turn there's a ton of negativity. Uh and you know, they're sort of like you, you got to have a bunch of losses for them to get back into the SEC picture now. Uh, and then uh, just another – and then on top of the Florida State debacle, they kind of felt like this was the year. And Brian Kelly just seems such like an unlikable guy in general. That's right. Um, sure. They're turning on him. So, like, what? Ha- how does that factor in? Uh, so, I, I don't know. Could be a Who's perfect Who's more form. unlikable, Brian Kelly or Jimbo Fisher? Brian Kelly to me, Brian Kelly is there's there's like no like there's just nothing that you can point to like you can all shucks Jimbo can kind of all shucks you if you're not if you're not careful you know what I mean like he can kind of I don't know man he can kind of make you just he can kind of lull you to sleep with his little country you know his little southern accent high pitched voice Brian (laughs) Kelly there's just like he just there's nothing I, I. I can't watch anything and feel like, man, that's just a guy I want to be around. I want to hang out Who's with
0: Who's more unlikable? Put it in the YouTube comments or get at us on Twitter and the Locked On Auburn Discord. Who's more unlikable? Jimbo Fisher or Brian Kelly? I'm looking forward to seeing the answers to that. All right, Charlie Five, it seems like Auburn had a lot of momentum during the bye week and after you know that, that heartbreaking loss to Georgia. And it seems like we've lost some of that momentum. Where did it go? We discuss that next right here. Unlocked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the best place for daily fantasy sports. Look, it's the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You can select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and then you place your entry. You can test your skills on prize picks. They're one of the few places that have daily college football. Fantasy, which I absolutely love, and I assume you do too, if you're listening to this show. So be sure to check out all of the over and unders at Prizepicks.com/slash Locked On College. Go to Prizepicks.com/slash Locked On College. Use code Locked On College for the first deposit match up to $100. So put hundred bucks in, you win hundred dollars. And once again, that is at Prizepicks.com/slash Locked On College, and uh, it's daily fantasy sports made easy today's show also brought to you by our friends at game time game time is the best place to buy all of your tickets i went to the Patriots saints game this past weekend up in foxborough the buying the tickets may have been the best part of that entire game because as soon as the game started the saints scored a lot and uh new england didn't score any but that's okay that's fine bought the tickets game time got a great deal on the tickets so that's awesome at game time, you can see where your seats are. You can see the view from your seats. And also, uh, it's great for last minute tickets as well. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use code locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem code locked on college for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. It's a Charlie Tuesday, Auburn message board legend, Charlie Five hanging out with us. The first few days after Auburn lost to Georgia, and let's just can't stress this enough, Auburn hasn't played since then. They haven't played since then, Charlie Five. Yep. Yet all of the vibes so far this week since LSU has played has been, oh my gosh, Auburn, don't get your hopes up. And the talk all last week was we could go into Baton Rouge and upset the LSU Tigers. And all of that hoopla has evaporated. And I just don't really. Get it, Charlie five, because when I look at LSU and what they did against Missouri, if Missouri keeps containment with their defensive front and has any kind of discipline as far as pass rushing lanes, I think that's a totally different game in the second half. And I don't think that'll be something that we have issue with this weekend.
1: You know, I think it's you go away for a week and you don't hear anything and you're yeah. still kind of riding the high. And then you come back and Hugh does his press conference yesterday and you start talking about dudes that are out for the season, dudes that still aren't going to be back yet. Uh, and then you you hear about little – we're just little dinged up here, a little dinged up there. Jalen Simpson walking around in a boot. He should be fine by the game time. But it's like, man – we had we hadn't heard it, you don't hear any of this through the through the bye week ex- unless you're just like really plugged in and you're and you're listening. But like the cat the average casual guy, you don't hear a lot of that, and then all of a sudden you're back and then you start hearing about all these people that are out for the year. Um I I, I it does seem like you you you're at that you're at that high, you know, after the after the game. Like you feel like you could play with anybody. And then I guess like as time goes off, that just kind of you know fades fades away. But I mean, I still I personally am still riding the high. So I still feel good. I'm still booging uh going good. into it. But I totally get that feel. And and then the spread pops out and it's two and it's and its double digit. So it's like man, injuries, double digit spread on the road, Baton Rouge. I I mean, I can see how that can kind of deflate can kind of deflate the mood a little bit.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. And LSU's kind of catching fire, right? Because, you know, they even though they lost to Ole Miss, the game was so exciting. He scored so many points. A lot of people are willing to look past it, right? Which I think's a little ridiculous, but it is what it is at this point. I just I still look at the matchup and I get so many people were talking about, well, yes, LSU's defense stinks, but so does Auburn's offense. And it's like, I don't think those are the same thing. I mean, this is an Auburn offense that compared to the rest of the SEC is rushing at a very, very high level compared to all of its peers and this is an LSU defense that can't stop the run for anything. Like that is a mismatch that you
1: have to think they'll take advantage of, Charlie Fox. Got to – I mean, we have no choice because if we don't take advantage of it, they're going to score 40 on us. You know, right. you know like So uh so yeah, um that's what that's what I'm saying. That's where I can't that's why I can't kind of I can't really figure it out because I I'm fi- I'm feeling good, but I feel I I do feel like there's just You know, it feels like the the wind's kind of coming out of the sails a little bit, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's like legitimate or if it's just like typical Auburn dread. There's 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 an Auburn dread that 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 gets on you sometimes, and you just sort of like you expect something bad to happen, and uh, it's 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 the anti bug. I think that's what we should call it. Yeah, it's a little sticky. It's hard to get off. Yeah, you can't flick it off. It gets a, the anti bug will get on you, and you can't get it off.
0: Yeah, it's like you wash your hands of it, and it's like it's still. It's like it's no, still there's there. still rim. Yeah, it's still like yep. parts of it there. It's just kind of rest nasty.
1: area soap can't get it, can't get anything off. That's what it feels like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's your confidence level in Peyton Thorn away from Jordan Hare Stadium right now? Oh
1: gosh, um, you know, it, I mean, in theory, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be high you know, based off of what we've seen of him on the no, road. It,
0: until he does it, right? Until he does feel it. You can't be confident
1: about it. Until he does it, you can't feel, you can't feel good about it. Uh, the only thing – I mean, the only thing is, you know, Georgia's de- probably the most physical defense you're going to play all year. Um, and I felt like he looked comfortable in that game. I felt like he delivered the ball on time. They dumbed it way down. And uh, I was talking about this with Mike G., every catch it seems like we're gonna to have to make because they're dumbing the offense down is seems like it's gonna to have to be contested but the balls were there you know what I mean like they were tough catches like don't get me wrong like those like a lot of those uh when they they talk about the six of nine incompletions that hit receivers in the hands they were not routine catches like they would have been tough catches you got to make those plays you need to make half of them you know what i mean yeah Like but, it's uh, okay
0: for a pass catcher to make a tough catch like it's okay yeah. to like
1: bail out your yeah. quarterback that's struggling right now like there's no rule against that the point is that those were tough passes and the passes were there so like it's something and, and he feels comfortable running the ball a little bit so you know i again all the a little road, too comfortable running the ball actually <laughs> yeah yeah um uh on the road, though, like he's not done it. He's not done it. He's not looked comfortable. In, he's looked below comfortable. Like he's looked extremely uncomfortable uh, at two two road games. And this is a road game to the max. Like yeah. this is like the ultimate road game. And uh, I have I have no idea what to expect. I just kind of I just feel like with two weeks to prepare, we're gonna be re- we're gonna be ready. How would you r- relate or
0: compare? LSU's defense to Cal's defense. Gosh, I'm just trying to like, obviously the environment is going to be way more electric. Yeah. Than then the two other ones, right? No offense to college station and their million fans, but it's just different in, yeah. in Baton Rouge. And then obviously Cal doesn't hold a candle to either of them. Half the fans there were Auburn people, but as far as just talent, we agree that A the toughest. That may be the toughest defense they play all year, depending on what Alabama does. But yeah, as far as comparing overall defensive ability, I think oh, I give Cal's defense like a little bit of an edge as far as what they've done so far
1: this year. Sure, the only the only thing, the only like sure like LSU has to be more talented. Like they have to just have, sure. to be, they yeah, have to I, I guess out. it's a different conversation, like yeah.
0: talent or like better defense. And like, sure. I think Cal has the better defense
1: so far. And Cal caught us at a time where I don't think we really knew who we were and what we could and couldn't do. So that's a, that's another thing that like, do we know May- that now, do we feel better about that now? I, I feel a little bit better that we know how – we know that we can move the ball. We can well, – there's, there's, there's things that we can do in the running game to move the ball. So, I feel – I sure. do feel better about that. Um, but – so, I wonder if that equals out. Like, maybe LSU – maybe there's maybe they're similar or maybe LSU's a little bit better, but Cows gets a – you know, gets a nod because they caught us at the right time on a, a you know, a cross-country trip at 9.30 at night. Uh, so I don't know. I still feel like LSU's defense is probably a little bit better, but I think our offense is miles better than it was, you know, a, a few weeks ago as well. I'm seeing my
0: notes up right here. Did I say the spread? Did we say that it was 11 and a half? Yeah, we did say that. Okay, yeah. I don't remember saying that. Yeah, 11 and, and a half,
1: double That's digits. Sorry. Blacked out. Welcome blacked to the out. show, Zach. Welcome. That's to the on show.
0: me. All right, welcome <laughs> on in today's Locked On Auburn. Oh my goodness. We literally led with it. There I knew we led with the topic. I don't remember saying the line. I'm so sorry. The stickiness comment really just kind of anti-boog
1: is on you right now. That's
0: it. I'm just I I gotta go take a shower. So I'm sticky. (laughs) Disgusting. All right. There's another narrative that popped up even kind of before I guess before the bye week. And I want you to help me dissect it in just a second. Right here. Unlocked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. They have two products. First is the Jace case. You head over to jacemedical.com and you can get a hand it comes in like a little box. It's in a cute, precious little case. And uh they they send you all these life-saving antibiotics, you know, you don't have to uh you don't have to wait till the next morning if And it's something gets infected or if you feel unwell and sometimes, you know, those 12 hours until, you know, the, the, the doc in the box or whatever doctor's office you go to opens the next morning, that could be brutal. Jace Case can help you with all of that. Head over to jacemedical.com to check that out. Also, they have a product called Jace Daily, where they can send you a year supply of your medication right to your door just in case any kind of issue could happen whether it's you know more supply chain issues or you're traveling or natural disasters whatever it may be so head over to jacemedical.com and you can get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from jace medical by using code lockedon all one word l o c k e d o n at checkout at jacemedical.com that is spelled j a s e medical.com Today's show, also brought to you by our friends at Alumni Hall. Can you imagine getting Auburn gear not from Alumni Hall? I can't. Charlie five can't. Nobody that's a true Auburn fan can comprehend that because it's ridiculous. All of Alumni Hall's uh, gear is officially licensed, and it doesn't matter if it's for men, women, children, dogs, your wall, your desk, whatever it may be. They have you covered. With all sorts of jerseys and shirts and collared shirts and tank tops and pajamas, whatever it may be, they've got you covered. They've got three physical locations in Auburn, Opelika, and Huntsville. The Opelika location is in Tiger Town. The Auburn location is just off of campus, off of College Street, South of College Street. And then the Huntsville location, somewhere in Huntsville. I'm sure it's great. Or you can head over to Alumni Hall. Dot com If you don't live anywhere near the alumnihall.com or any of their three incredible in store locations, happy Charlie Tuesday to all who celebrate. There is a narrative that has popped up several Auburn fans calling for Holden Gurner to be Auburn's quarterback, which you can do whatever you want. That's cool. And this is even like this big, like pro Peyton Thorne segment. I'm just asking a question here why are we skipping Robbie? To all the people that are like, oh my gosh, Auburn can't complete a pass. They can't get any kind of offense going. You got to put Holden Garner in. And my thing is like, well, what happened to Robbie? Like, why wouldn't we put Robbie in next? If you're going to pull Peyton, you put the second string quarterback in next, not the third string. And it just doesn't make any sense to me, Charlie Five.
1: Look, it's it's 20, 2023. And since 2000, I can't remember... But, maybe three seasons where Auburn didn't call for the backup or the third string quarterback uh, for a whole season. like I, I don't know that I can think of like maybe more than three full seasons where we just auburn is maybe every fan base is like this, but Auburn in particular thinks every single coach is is, is consciously playing the worst player to to especially at quarterback. Uh, they don't want to win as much as. Uh, as, as we do, like we we know that the the third string guy is the answer. But if, if let me tell you something, I I have nothing against holding Garner. I have neither. Yeah, I'm just asking the question. I, it's it's I odd have, to me. I have nothing against Robbie. I have nothing. I don't. I don't have anything against any of them. But I'll tell you this: Hugh Freeze, every single coach wants to win. Okay, and they're going to li- they're going to try to come up with a game plan to get, and, and give the player that they put out there. The best chance to win, and that's the guy they think they can win with. Now, why, why all of a sudden we're skipping over over Robbie? Maybe you know now that's twenty twenty three. We just skip from one to three. Maybe, maybe you go like maybe you're trying to be mega sharp, mega way out there. Well, uh, I'm the, the, out the, thinking outside the box. I, I don't
0: know. Yeah, the crazy thing is, is like I, I think the backup quarterback argument. I'm all about Hank Brown. Let's him start him up. Are we ready for a national championship if we start I mean, Hank do Brown? That, win? That's, that's hey, the question.
1: Let me tell you what. Do you want to win? You play Hank Brown. That's can what t- you t- do. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you tell something? You. Tell me. I bought, a, I bought a Hank Brown swag this weekend. I mean, clearly he should be in there. He's the fourth string, but if we want to throw Love the ball camp. around, Love if that. we want to throw camp. the ball around, you got to go to the fourth string.
0: No, The, the, the crazy thing, though, is, is I think the backup quarterback argument actually has merit right now. A lot of years it doesn't, but because normally the backups like a not as good or polished version as the guy in front of them. Robbie at least like he offers a different style. Like if you think just from a philosophical standpoint that you want your quarterback to be able to move more, like at least that like that's your argument. That's yeah. your argument right there. Holden, once again, no disrespect to Holden, he's like four years younger, three or four years behind Peyton, but they have similar. They're a similar style, and it's like why would he be better at that than? the guy who's been doing it for several years. So I, I just comment below because I'm genuinely curious. I'm genuinely curious folks that are holding. Like, why did you skip Robbie? Cause it doesn't make sense to me.
1: Uh, I, I, I can say, I, I can get the Robbie argument before 100% going to third string, before, before going to third string. I'm with you. Uh, and that's not you. a knock. That's not a knock on holding. It just kind of is what it is. Like not many times is the third string better than the second string or the first string, because that's why they're at third. That's why they're third string. It's not like it's a personal vendetta vendetta out against holding. Personal what? Whatever that word is. The V. No, I want you to try to say it again. V for vendetta. Is that, is that did I say it right? It's not it, like this V for thing, vendetta. This, that, yeah, that's the movie. Yeah. It's not this thing out there to, to hold holding down. No, no pun intended, but uh, I, I don't get it. I, it but it's yeah. there. It's there. You know what an overfront is? Not a clue. Still, okay. no idea. How can people check out everything you've got going on, man? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five. Uh, locked on Auburn Discord every single day. The uh, AuburnLive.com, the message board. I'll debate anyone. And uh, you can find me on the Dabby Golf Pod Weekly. <laughs> what would you say your record in debates are right now? Oh, God, I'm undefeated. Undefeated. All right. We'll Thousand see. percent. We'll see the response to that
0: was far greater than what I was expecting. I mean, I expected some controversy from it. I didn't expect, like, the corner probably had 12 threads made about it, which is weird. I don't know why they all weren't on, like, the same Post- one or whatever.
1: Thread integrity on the corner is out of hand. Let me just go ahead uh, Yeah,
0: Hokanson and Cole, they need to fix that. they <laughs> got to get a hold that, of that. Sure. Find all my written work at AuburnDaily.com, and we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.